The first Bethesda Game Studios title that I ever played was Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, and it changed the way that I looked at video games. The level of freedom and the complexity of the world and the inhabitants within it just blew my mind. And with every successive release, I was reminded again and again why these games are so special to all of us. Oblivion, Fallout 3, Skyrim, Fallout 4, and Fallout 70... <coughs> oh, sorry about that guys, I'm allergic to lies. These games have a living, breathing world that you get lost in, no matter how tragic the stories are at times. But the reality is, we are not getting another one of these for a while. Because, well, Todd wants to make a space game, and thus, Starfield is born. Now here's the thing, when Starfield was first announced, I remember asking myself, is this game worth putting off the releases of Elder Scrolls and Fallout? I love those franchises, I want more of them. And even to this point, after everything we've seen, I'm still not so sure what my answer to that question is. But I can tell you this, the way to change that to an absolute yes would be these next five things that I need to see from the Starfield showcase that's coming up hopefully soon. Let's just get right into this. The first thing that we need to see more of is the combat. Now yes, I get it, that's not what these games are always about, but we're going to be doing a lot of shooting, whether it's in our ship or in person. Now based off the gameplay trailer we saw last June, the ship combat actually looks pretty good. What I'm concerned about is this, the shooting with the guns. I need a little bit more oomph to my bullets when they hit people or creatures. It just doesn't seem like there's anything here, it's almost as if the bullets are just kind of fading away once they leave your gun. There's no weight to anything. Speaking on that. Do we even have access to melee weapons in this game? What about any sort of technological skills? Can our suit do anything for us? Are we able to hack? I just want some combat variety like we've gotten in the Elder Scrolls and Fallout games. And that also applies leading up to combat situations as well. What does sneaking up onto an enemy base even look like in this game? And when I say sneaking, I mean literally the whole thing, not just these jump cuts that we got in the gameplay trailer. I want to see what it looks like to kind of come up to an enemy base, decide how you want to tackle it, and then show us what items we have access to. What does the map look like? What does the UI look like? Can we mark enemies? All of these little things. All of this is stuff we need to see because the game is apparently coming out before the end of June. After some initial encounters, you're invited to join Constellation, who in the future the game is set in are the last group of space explorers. To meet them, you'll head to the capital city of New Atlantis. The second thing that I would love for the Starfield Showcase to elaborate upon, and perhaps my most important, what exactly is on our map? Do we have settlements to look at? What kind of points of interest are there? Do you remember what your map ended up looking like towards the middle and end of either Skyrim or Fallout 4? There were so many points of interest. What do the maps in Starfield look like? Now, I think there are two important points within this one that the Starfield Showcase needs to focus on. First, I want to see a deep dive into one of the large cities in this game. I want to hear the sounds and see what it feels like to see a city alive. Because we all know, Bethesda's never been fantastic at large cities. So I want to see what you did here. Let me know what kind of livelihood a lot of these citizens that are living within these cities have. What are they doing? What do their day-night cycles look like? Does the city shift and what kind of events and stuff are happening within these cities? And on the other end of the spectrum, the settlements. How frequent are they? And then what is the reasoning those settlements are there? I don't want it to just be for a spot for us to buy and sell items. I want there to be stories 
and reasonings for why these settlements have been propped up where they're at. Or maybe even some research facilities, fallen satellites, crashed ships. How about some freaking aliens? How come in all of the trailers all we've seen is humans? We know that Bethesda makes other races and games. Are there any in this game? I would love to at least see one other so that we can at least have that fear alleviated a little bit. And you know, I also think we desperately need a little more confirmation on the biomes and how many there are, or maybe we don't need an exact number, but show us more. Because if I'm being honest, from what I've seen, at least in video form, I'm not necessarily blown away at the variety here. There feels like there's a little bit of dullness to some of it. I do truly hope that if you look at a game like Elden Ring, for instance, right, some of the lands that you embark upon are just so alien and foreign and crazy looking. And in a game that's about space, I really, really hope that we get to see a lot of that and they got really creative with it. Here's to hoping on that one. Item number three is vehicles and ships. As I've said earlier, we've already seen ship combat and it looks pretty good. Again, looks. We'll have to see what it feels like once we get our hands on the actual game. But I want to see more of the inside of the ship. We already know it's going to act as some sort of hub. There's been item crafting that's been shown inside the ship. We know we can hire people on our ship. But what are all the roles that they serve? Is it just to increase our upgrades for items and weapons? Or is it helping with ship defenses and weapons? Or maybe can we actually hire pilots so that while we are actually flying around in space, we can freely walk around our ship? How cool would that be? I just want this confirmed already. And speaking of flying, we know that there's going to be a cutscene that happens when you go from space to a planet or vice versa. Understandable. But my question is, once we get on the planet, are we able to fly freely around the atmosphere? That would be pretty cool, and it has not been said whether we can or can't yet. And speaking of traversing planets, I think it would be pretty darn sweet if we had a Mass Effect style Mako vehicle that we could use to traverse the ground on all these different planets. Or perhaps maybe even like a submarine style vehicle that we can travel underwater, something Bethesda games have never been great at. It'd be kind of cool to see them explore further here. I'd also even love to see like drones or suits of armor that are suited for inhospitable planets for us to travel and actually get to witness some of the crazy environments with. The main point here is that all we know is there's really really cool ship customization, which is awesome, don't get me wrong, but I kinda want more in a game this big. Alright, issue number four, and perhaps the most important one to most people, is the mission structure and main storyline. Now for those not aware, Will Shen, who was the lead quest designer for Fallout 4's Far Harbor DLC, is the lead quest designer for Starfield. This is a good thing. I wanted to point out just a couple questions that he was asked in his answers. Are you approaching quest design any differently in Starfield than in past BGS games you've worked on? Will says, I think for Starfield a lot of quest design was going back to our old school RPG roots. Lots of dialogue choices referencing the player's skills and backgrounds. This here I would definitely assume means there's lots of skill checks, right? If you have a certain level of charisma, that's going to then allow you to say things and have a response that other characters won't. And for me personally, as long as there are legitimate benefits and consequences, I'm all for this. Will was also asked what types of stories grab you when you play games. 
and he mentioned that he likes weird stories that explore the fringes. And the two games that he brought up for this question were Disco Elysium and Cult of Lamb. And I think both of these are fantastic choices, especially Disco Elysium. If the writing is even 10% as good in Starfield as it is in Disco Elysium, this game is going to just be on another level. And just simply the fact that he brought up your followers within Cult of Lamb and some of the ridiculous things that they can do for you really has me wondering, what is it you can have your followers do in Starfield? And finally, Will was asked, are there general themes you like to explore or even revisit when crafting new worlds? And he says, choice is always a big one. Both the choices players will make but also what choices the people and the world can make in response. And then towards the end, he does talk about he really hopes the player gets to feel that the story is responding to you. I think of the three questions here, this is the one that I'm the most curious about. I wanna know how much choice is there actually within this game? We've heard this brought up before. So between Will and Todd, it's time to show us how much choice is in this game. Are there some actions that have monumental consequences to them? Oh, and by the way, what about side quests or the radiant quests that we've heard in other Elder Scrolls and Fallout titles? Have we made some updates to all the random and bothersome fetch quests within games? Now, don't get me wrong, I actually don't mind these, but I would like to see more variety within them. And then of course there's all the faction quest lines. I know it's already been stated that you can join all of the different factions whether you're good or evil. I'm not necessarily a fan of that, but as long as there's a story reason for why that happens, then I'm at least a little more accepting. But I still tend to always fall back on the Morrowind style of doing things where if you join one group, you are barred from joining another. And again, I like this because it adds a level of weight to your decisions on who to join. But honestly, at the end of it all, just give us quality quest lines. That's all I really care about. And maybe show us a little bit before the game releases. And speaking of releases, yes, point number five, we need a release date. Of course we're going to get a release date. But the reason this is my number five is for one sole reason. The sooner this game is releasing, the shorter this showcase should be. Now, if it were to get delayed, and yes, it would be a delay if it does not make it by the end of June, because during the Xbox showcase last year, everything present was to release within the next 12 months. Well, 12 months will be June. So yes, if it is not coming until the fall, that is a delay. And if, for whatever reason, it does not come out until this fall, you better drop the hammer on us and show us a ton because you know that if it is delayed, people are going to moan and complain all over social media. So at least give them something to drool over until they can finally play it. And yeah, that's the video. Those are my five things. Well, those are my five categories. I suppose there are lots of things within each category. When Bethesda finally does drop the showcase, I'll be there watching it. Cannot wait to talk about that. And of course, once the game is finally here, I'm sure I'll be talking about it a ton again. Until next time, stay patient out there. The wait is almost over. Hopefully. <laughs>